Bushin, and uh, he was getting beaten a lot by Robert E. Lee. They want to rip his statue down all over the place, but Robert E. Lee, Robert E. Lee was a, whether you like him or not, whether you like statues or not, you know, they don't rip statues down anymore. I signed a law. Ten years in jail. supposed to be over in one day. You know, it's supposed to end immediately because the North was too powerful for the South. But it just shows when you have leaders, when you have a great general and Robert E. Lee, he would have won except for Gettysburg. And that was because his general was killed, who was going to lead Gettysburg. Just can't escape it.
American Podcast Radio. And your host, Jeff Kaufman, your voice of reason during times of treason. Also known as the angry one. Anyways, I hope you're doing well today. Good afternoon. Happy, glorious, fantastic, stupendous, fantastical Sunday to you. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's going good for you. I hope everything's uh, awesome for you on this freaky-ass Sunday. Every day is a freaky-ass day as long as Donald Trump's still president. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, his daughter, Avanka, Ivan, for short. Um, sorry, that's horrible. So she posts some pictures of him uh, holding a, a rather thick uh, magic marker. I guess he's not very. I, I don't think the guy likes ink pens. I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to see that it's like a, a black magic marker is like the best way for him to write. Obviously, anything. Everything's a black magic marker. I don't get it. You would think he'd carry a ballpoint pen like most people, but no, the guy needs a giant crayon. So, oh, you liked that, did you? I I can't help it. Just pointing out the obvious. But anyways, you know, I, I have to say, I wish I could just take a couple snapshots of me sitting at a table with a few pieces of paper in front of me and send it to a employer saying, hey, uh, working hard for you. Everything's going good. This is for my daughter, by the way. I, I couldn't take the picture myself, obviously. It'd be kind of fucked up. It'd be like, you know, me me calling a boss up or having my daughter do it for me. <sighs> I'm serious. How many, how many guys out there have their daughter uh, basically call in to work for them? Uh, I'll be here a little bit. <clears throat> Meanwhile, here's my daughter. She'll talk to you for me. Yeah, Dad's going to be a little late today. He's not... We don't think... Everything's going good. We're just we're just letting you know that uh, Dad's going to be a little late. We're going we're gonna to get on top of that eventually, I promise. I mean, that's the mentality. And it's like, yeah, we're supposed to believe everything's just peachy keen in, in Trump world. I mean, he's wearing the same clothes that uh, he had on when he landed in the hospital. I mean, he hasn't changed his clothes or anything or... He's not wearing a gown, doing what most people do when they go to a hospital. I mean, I know he's the president, or the, at the moment, president of the United States, but I understand all that. You know, I, I, I get he's got a job to do, but we're talking about a guy that went to a hospital. There's no anything that represents that he's in a hospital. There's nothing. And it's just, I find it, I find it funny. I can't help it, but find it funny. But this is supposed to represent a guy working for America who's got COVID, you know, all that. It's just, you know, he's very, he's supposed to just have a very mild case. So let's just, just remember that, okay? It's extremely mild. Oh, baby deer. Hello, baby deer. Oh, that's cute. 
sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. It's awful suspicious. It really, truly is suspicious. Whether or not he actually has it, I don't know. I, I would tend to think that this would be so Trumpish. And it is so Trumpish. For him to slip away with some excuse. But at the same time, come out some sort of, like, hero. And I really, I think that's what this is really, truly all about. I really, I honestly think this is what this is all truly about. Is that he wants, he wants people to cheer him to get well on his side of the fence. I mean, obviously, that's what they're doing. I don't know if anybody's seen some of the video footage of, Trump supporters lining up, I think, across from where he is and, um, you know, waving their Trump flags. It, it was just, uh, you, you see, like, two American flags and you see these guys running around with their Trump flags, showing it all off and leaving the American flags in the background. It, it still, to this day, bothers me when I see this. It's like, when has the Trump flag become the American flag? If you're showing patriotism or support for the your president of the United States, your version of one, you think the American flag would be the one you're waving, but instead they got these two or three giant Trump flags attached to a fiberglass pole and they're running around with it. And I'm thinking, you know, that's that's just mind-boggling that people find that patriotic. Showing the support for the president of the United States, yeah, I guess that's patriotic. But waving everything else but the American flag? Kind of weird. I'm not saying it's not just deta- distasteful. I mean, it is highly distasteful to see people calling themselves patriots waving another flag other than the American flag. But that's not where I'm going with this. It's just the ideal that these people do this and don't recognize it themselves. You know, I mean, it's just odd. It's. Like, if you came to America and you saw people waving a flag that wasn't American, you'd be like, where the fuck am I? That's just my my perspective. I, I, don't, know. I don't know if anybody shares that. I'm not trying to nail them on waving the Trump flag. I'm nailing them on the fact that it's not the American flag. But, you know, who am I? Just your average, everyday guy who likes to ramble and record it and embarrass himself. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been, my show's like basically been voted the uh, number one worst podcast in the history of the world by some M-A-G-A guy, MAGA dude. He said, dude, your show is the worst show that's ever, he went on this big, big, huge rant about how shitty my show is, and I was like, I agree. Yeah. Oh. That's true. <sighs> My show does suck. I don't I don't make any mention of trying to cover that up. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Hey, thanks for reminding me. <clears throat> but yeah, he said they had a vote. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I ran a poll. I'm like, oh, where is it? Never me you mind. Never you mind. I you, you don't need to see it. I'm like, okay. It sounds sounds reasonably 
unbelievable. So yeah, we ran a poll. Yeah. And your show was voted the worst show ever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate your poll. And I greatly appreciate uh, you voting my show the worst show in podcast history of the entire world by a mega and that's fine and you know there's probably people that would think I should care <laughs> I'm not here to I'm here to uh, entertain myself is what I'm doing it's really all it is I blow off some steam get my point across to people that don't even fucking I don't even fucking know I don't know who the people who I got 21 subscribers I'm I don't know. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. One of you is one of my 21 subscribers. Thank you. You make it all worth it. But I, as much as I like you tuning in, I don't really do this for anybody but myself. I know it's really callous and rude, but I'm just being honest. So when I get a, I get someone saying, hey, your show sucks. I'm like, well, thanks for the input. Appreciate it. Yeah, go Trump 2020, Trump 2020, yeah, your show sucks. Voted number one worst podcast in American history and the whole entire world and everything else. Go Space Force. And I'm just like, okay, where's the block button again? I just, doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't, I don't know why they, they keep trying to attack my show. And I had this other guy on here just, I mean, just, oh my God. Don't you love it when people call themselves Christians? And the racist. I, I, I can't understand how they equate the two. It drives me nuts. My interpretation of the Bible says I must hate other people's skin color and their person and who they are and everything else. They're just horrible people because they're not white. And so I believe in Jesus because Jesus was white. And everybody else is just it's just animals and, and disgusting creatures. So there you go. You know, it's, it's funny. I, when I was a kid... I fell in love with this girl. I think I, told, I was trying to tell you this story before. I fell in love with this girl when I was in high school. I mean, you know, she's married now, got kids. I'm married. We don't, you know, we don't like, you know, just, you know, just, it's just, I'm, I'm saying this is a memory I had. <laughs> Hello, wife. <laughs> How are you? No, um, but I dated this girl when I was in high school. I'm madly in love with her when I was a kid. You know, I was a kid. I was dumb. I was just, you know full of spit and vinegar and um, she had a mother and her last name was Dost D-O something something yeah I'm not I don't should maybe I should have said her last name anyway she's a she's a mortician and just everything you know but when I was a kid I, I fell in love with this girl and I met her mother and I remember sitting in her living room and they had these spider monkeys and the spider monkeys were doing obscene things like spider monkeys do. They were... I won't... I won't, I won't I'm not going to try to explain it, but it was really gross. And anyways, uh, she's meeting me and talking to me for the first time. And she looks at me and she goes, Are you Jewish? I was like, um, My dad says we're German. She goes, With that last name? I don't think so. And I went on to sing and she forbade her daughter... Or I should say forbid Or forbade Whatever word you want to use To date me because I had a Jewish last name 
I'm being serious. And I guarantee you, if that, if that woman was alive today, she would be a diehard Trump supporter. And, you know, to each their own, whatever their life might be. And, you know, Diane made her life and I made mine, you know, and, and, and whatever. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm just I'm bringing it up because God only knows where either one of us would have been if her mother didn't hate Jewish people. I'm not saying I, I, I'd like to find out. Don't get don't take me wrong. But that was one time when love failed to bridge a gap. And it's a shame, you know, not for for the sake of just saying it's a shame or anything like that. I don't, I don't know if anybody's trying to anybody gets what I'm trying to say here. I'm, I'm not dwelling on something in the past. I'm bringing it up as an example because this is exactly what happened. Her mother forbade her daughter to date me because I had a Jewish last name. Her, her mother's right, I suppose, at that day and age. And I didn't know any better. And I didn't think I had a Jewish last name. So I, I fought it. But then my dad was just like, you don't need to date somebody. There's a problem with Jewish people anyways. My dad swore up and down we were Jewish. So I, I didn't know. You know, it was kind of confusing. bringing it up as an example. I guess you could say I'm, I'm bringing it up as an example. I, I, I'm trying to not reliving something that happened in my past and I have no regrets. I'm, I'm bringing up an example of how hate can work and what it can do. Was it a good move by your mother? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, who knows what my life would have been? Who knows what her life would have been? Who knows if her mother said, Oh, you have a beautiful Jewish last name. I like that. <laughs> or just said, oh, what's Kaufman? What, what is that? Uh, are you from Yugoslavia? What, what, what are you? I might be Jewish. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Hey. Instead, I got, no way my daughter is dating a Jew. That's what happened. God knows the truth. See, I always tell the truth. Sometimes I have a story to tell. Sometimes I ramble. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be right back. I've got things I have to get done right now. So you people are just going to have to take a back seat. One of the most vital issues in this election is the subject of refugees. You know it. You know it perhaps better than almost anybody. Lots of luck. You having a good time with your refugees? That's good. We want to have Omar. Yeah, he said Omar. That's a beauty.
you know, it's um, one of those days where you're, uh, this is me anyways, I'm reflecting back on just so much shit. So many things that just don't make sense anymore. So many things that just don't add up anymore. And I'm just thinking about, let's just say, hypothetically, that Donald Trump is faking this. Let's just hypothetically play along. Just imagine it for just for a moment that this is all just a gimmick. How would it benefit him? In what way would it benefit him to do this? Yes, I am insinuating that Donald Trump is faking this. I am I am saying that because it, it, it's just too odd. I mean, suddenly he's not spraying his face orange and he looks horrible. All these people are... <laughs> I'm being honest. I mean, if you evaluate the actual photographs that you see of him and the video that you see of him, he just doesn't have his orange makeup on. There, No one's done his hair like he normally would. And he's wearing the same clothing he wore when he when he when he went to the hospital. So there's this little bit of like, well, he doesn't look disheveled, really. He just doesn't have the orange spray paint on. I mean, we've seen it. We all know he does it. He he does this fake spray tan shit. We all know it. It's not it's not a, a, a false narrative. It's not a lie. We all know that he gets a spray tan done. A few pictures and a video of him with no spray tan on, and everybody's going, "Oh, look how horrible his color is." I mean, it just adds to the to the question. I mean, if this is really this serious, why is he sitting at a table? If his oxygen levels were low, then why isn't he wearing a mask? If he's having all the effects that he should be having from this virus, then you know we should see a little bit more of that clinical side being applied to him, not this guy sitting in a chair with a magic marker displaying this I'm working for you attitude. Look, I'm not stupid. Let's just let's just be honest here. No matter what happens right now, there has to be a display of confidence. He's going to have to I mean, for all we know and don't take this the wrong way, and I'm talking hypothetically, for all we know he died yesterday. We're talking about the United States government. We're talking about the chief position of the United States government. They are not going to come out and say that he's 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 fighting it and he's dying. We're, we're not going to have the truth given to us because we have to put on a on a show of strength and stability and that the leadership's still intact to the rest of the world because we're talking about the the presidential seat of the United States. We're talking about the president's power. We're talking about his position. We're talking about leadership, which we know is, you know, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but what we are going to say is, if we're going to be honest about this, we know what they're going to do. They're going to put on a show because they're not going to come out and say, yes, he's he's this sick or he's fighting it or he's doing this or anything like that. It's it's all a show. There has to be a show of confidence and strength and, and, and leadership still present. I mean, our enemies out there are are watching this. So I'm not going to play stupid and, and not acknowledge that aspect of what we're witnessing. But what I am going to what I am going to say is 
it's a very convenient timing. It's a very convenient timing, and it's and it's very possibly not going to be detrimental to him. It's it's more or less going to solidify this whole thing that he's been working, you know, the MAGA thing, the Make America Great Again thing, and the MAGA cult, and uh, the personalities, and all of that combined into one, you know, a, a applaud, feeding, uh, cheering crowd of Trump supporters. And I, I, I don't see how this is going to help him. So there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, he's either faking this for some reason, or this is true, and this is what's happening. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't believe anything Trump right now. I, I have a hard time swallowing anything that has anything to do with Donald Trump. So whatever I'm hearing or whatever I'm seeing and everything else, I, I just I cast it away because I'm I've been it's been proven to me too many times that he lies and he makes shit up. I don't have the patience to deal with it. I really don't. As a human being, I just don't have patience to deal with it. I've been dealing with it for four fucking years. It's like a toddler that never, you know, won't do what you ask. I mean, it's like, you know, a kid. It's like, clean your room. No. Okay. <laughs> There's only so many times you're going to deal with that, you know. Anyways, this is Danger Close. USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. I'll be right back. So, I mean, we're dealing with a president that very few people actually trust, to be honest with Americans. He is a proven liar. There's no mistake about it. I'm not saying that because it's my opinion. I'm saying that because that is the truth. So, for him to expect 
all of America to believe that he actually has COVID and not to doubt his every word is something he needs to stop trying to do. And the right, the MAGA crowd and the right wing propagandists need to realize that it's not having an effect on American opinion of Donald Trump. They are in fact wasting their time and energy trying to get a point across to the rest of America or convince the rest of America or expect the rest of America to stand behind the president and defend him and send West, you know, get well wishes. Because nobody can be blamed for not trusting him and doubting this whole entire ordeal with him with COVID. It makes massive amounts of sense to me as an American if you doubt him, if you think this is a scam. I'm right there with you. I have my doubts. So do a lot of Americans. As Americans, we are expected to have a president that at least we can trust. Whether that is misplaced trust or not, we need a president that at least we believe we can trust. And it's shameful that there are Americans out there that don't believe that the president has COVID like myself but it's not shameful upon those people who doubt this or disbelieve it it's shameful on the part of the president for getting to this point where Americans don't even believe and think he's faking being ill We've gotten to the point as a nation, as a, as a whole of a people for the most part, in doubting the word of a president who has been proven to be a blatant liar. And it is not for us to atone to, or us, or up to us to apologize for, or initiate even the conversation of why they should believe the president. This is on the hands of the Republican Party. This is on the hands of the GOP. This is on the hands of the president's administration. This is not on the hands of people who do not support him, are not wishing him well. It's not on the hands of the people who are saying things like they wish he would die, that they don't care if he recovers or not. It's not on the hands of the people. That's not evil 
people. Those are not evil people. Those are people that are responding and reacting to what they've been exposed to for the last four years. And it's a shame that the Republican Party and the GOP cannot stand up and cannot be Americans. Instead, they side with the president who has led them to this pivotal moment in American history. I have some serious doubts that many Republicans are going to remain in the House after this election process is over. I, I can see it as it being a landslide, a landslide victory for the Democratic Party across the board because people are fed up. This, again, isn't because people are mad at the Republicans or, or, or just so divided. It's, it's a point where America is like, look, we've been divided for four years. Look, look where this has gotten us. Look where we are as a nation. Look at, look at where we are as a people. Can America withstand another four years of this? I don't think America can withstand another four years of this. I don't think America can withstand another four years of so much doubt in the words of somebody. There's too much conflict there. There's too much conflict of morality. There's too much conflict of common sense. Do we entrust again another four years under a man that people are doubting is actually sick and faking an illness? There are some, there are plenty of Americans out there to believe him. I mean, I'm not saying this is a one-sided affair. What I am saying is that I would think that logically, even if you do believe he's sick, even if you are a diehard Trump supporter, that there has to be a little whisper of doubt in the back of your head. And I, I, I urge you to think, why would you have that doubt? What gives you that doubt? What makes you go, well, this reminds me of like uh, so many employees calling in sick. He has a lot of raw responsibility, a lot of raw responsibility laying ahead with these debates. He has a lot laying ahead of him for work. If he wants to keep his position. We'll never know whether or not Donald Trump actually had COVID. And he probably does have COVID. And it's probably so mild that it, it, he could probably go play golf. The point is, no matter how mild it may be or how, how well he's doing, he still caught it. He still has it. And his side is going to go through the whole process of supporting him, chanting for him and everything else until he makes a full recovery. Once he gets his spray tan back on and looks normal, they will claim success and that there's no reason for America to be closed or the schools to be closed. Look, a 70 something year old man has survived COVID. He's the president of the United States. If he can do it, anybody can do it. If you want to reopen this country, you're going to have to lead by example. 
And even if that example is a blatant lie or even factual, but embellished. I think it's a stunt. I think he probably might have COVID. I think either or he's going to play it to his advantage. Whether he has it and he's faking it, it does not matter. He's going to play this to his advantage. The ball's in his court. It's just that he's probably the last guy anybody would pick to be on the team. We need to be vigilant as a country. We need to start recognizing that there is a problem and Donald Trump is stroking the flames of this problem. This whole poll watching bit where uh, Donald Trump's so-called Trump army poll watchers. It's very unusual that he has an actual website, Army for Trump. Don't you think? Whether or not we want to talk about that, it's a whole other story. What I really want to try to get across to people, what is so dangerous about this is that it's nobody's gonna nobody has any right legally to look over your shoulder while you vote that's why a lot of polling places the voting machines or where the voting booth you have a curtain you don't have to vote out in the public these people these right-wing fruitcakes that are part of trump's army and poll watchers want to be able to watch you and observe you vote let's get something straight America, anybody gets between me and a voting booth and ask me a simple question like, who are you voting for? Anybody does anything stupid and tries to intimidate me in voting, I will defend my right to vote. You cannot take my liberties away from me with fear. And I think it's so important in America for us to realize that The moment we set out of our house and get in our cars or go for a walk to place our vote, we are exercising freedom. And anybody who plans to try to intimidate or challenge that freedom deserves an ass whooping. Not saying go be violent, but don't let anybody get in your way. Don't let anybody intimidate you. If that is their policy, intimidation and fear, then be stronger than that. Meet their fear that they're feeding you head on and just walk through those doors and go vote. Fuck them. It's America. Joe Biden wins. That's the election process. Trump wins. That's bullshit, but that's the election process. If we start trying to change this rule, I've I've been reading a narrative uh, for the last month about postponing this election because... Well, or continuing his presidency because he didn't get a fair shot or the media was unfair to him. So he deserves another year. Um, This whole narrative of giving him more time, giving him more time, giving him more time. No. And I don't know who in their right fucking mind would agree to it. Postpone the election? No. Of course, this all could just be the feed that they want to feed people to believe and still set this in foundation that he's actually sick. There's a panic mode. They're in a panic mode. They're worried. They're worried. They want to postpone the election because Donald Trump's so sick. 
you know, if that's a narrative that's leaking out, you know, it's dismissible because it's not going to fucking happen. The election's taking place November 3rd, whether he likes it or not. Anybody that's even trying to say it should be postponed is, is a whack. It's unfortunate he caught COVID. Not a lot of Americans care. Not a lot of Americans believe him. But the election process is going to happen. The meat grinder will grind, whether he likes it or not. And it's a shame as a nation that people are actually supporting this narrative because that's just another example of how the MAGA cult justifies what's going on in this nation. They're okay of giving up freedoms and liberties if it gives them leverage, if it gives them something to fight with. We need to recognize that as a country, that this is not only illegal, but just insane. It's, it's, it's that kind of narrative that's been leaking into the world from the right, or I should say leaking into America from the right, that's dangerous. And a lot of people don't understand the propaganda and how effective it actually is. And with each character and persona that represents this propaganda, their own narrative, their own way of speaking, their own charismatic and refined pattern of of speaking represents a different spectrum of this whole entire ordeal. You had the very selfish and rich and wealthy voice of like a Billy Mitchell um, you have the same voice, but a little more sarcastic and and uh, um, charismatic and and crude, like Rush Limbaugh. And then you've got the Sean Hannity, which is like your used car salesman version, a little more clean cut, a little more polished, a little more fake. But people love him because he wants hell of football in his hand and neck, like he you know, loves football. And then you got the the, the total on front of white supremacy being displayed without the label from people like uh, Mark Levin who play both sides of the spectrum. But if you've ever been on his feed, his supporters are complete fucking Nazi white supremacist fuckwads. And then you can go through a lot of these propagandists and just view their social media and see that they're, 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 their accounts are just full of hate. And it's amazing that a lot of people don't talk about it because I don't understand when you see these guys, these Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is the hero of the white supremacy group. They love this guy because they know he's racist. They view him. He said enough key words. They, they're tuned into him. That's how it works. <clears throat> so as we approach the election and we see more of this narrative, more threatening, uh, just more suppressive and angry from the right, then, you know, we're on the right track. America's fighting that. They're fighting fascism. Everybody knows that Donald Trump is fascist. Fa a fascist. We can see it in his pageantry. We know what he wants. He wanted a fucking military parade. Come on. That's dictatorship shit right there. We don't even need to talk about it. I don't care. What the point is, though, with America not supporting this president, with a large portion of Americans questioning this president, not believing in this narrative, not believing that he's sick, not believing any of this. When a lot of people are supporting him and, and think he's sick, but they don't care. There's a lot of people out there that are just being fake and saying, you know, we wish you well and get well and, you know, good luck to you, that kind of stuff. And not really caring because they don't really care what they say. They're just, you know, keeping public face. All that combined into one, you have an America that's just not buying it. 
And it's unfortunate. And Donald Trump took himself there. Our roots of distrust were planted by him. So it's not like we are the ones that have to atone for this. This is the president's fault. This is where we are as a nation. He put us here. He took us here. He led us here. This is where we are as a nation, where a country doesn't even care if the president lives or dies. A large portion don't even believe him. Another large portion is just being empathetic, but naturally, honestly, does not care. And it's unfortunate. And it's nobody's fucking fault but the right. Nobody's fault but Donald Trump himself and his administration. This is where they brought themselves. This is where they set anchor. It's not our fucking fault. It's theirs. Have a great day, America. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your Sunday. I hope you're out there and you're convinced that you need to vote. And you're, I, I, I just, you know, go do it. It's simple. It's easy. You'll be done. You'll be in and out before you know it. And once you've cast that vote, it's, it's set in stone. So nobody can take it away from you. This is Danger Close, USA, angry, pissed off American podcaster, your host, Jeff Kaufman. I hope you have a great Sunday, America. Hoo-ah. It started with a, a real low with, with President Trump, uh, but right now we have this incredible high. I just listened to, uh, to former President Obama. You know, John Lewis uh, really was uh, the soul of our nation. He experienced us at our worst. He summoned us to our best. 
uh, and it's an incredibly powerful legacy. And President Obama paid wonderful tribute to it today, but not as something uh, backward-looking, as something forward-looking to use to be inspired by the life that John Lewis led uh, to march forward to carry on. So I found that very inspiring. And <laughs> the low was certainly what uh, President Trump um, uh, tweeted this morning. But look, we know what's going on here. You know, back in back in April, Vice President. Biden said it was only a matter of time until President Trump floated the idea of delaying the election, even though it's not in his power to do so. And at the time, the Trump campaign said that Vice President Biden was being irresponsible, launching a conspiracy theory. It turns out that Joe Biden knows their boss better than they do, because what President Trump is always trying to do is deflect and distract. And what he doesn't want us talking about today is another dramatic increase in unemployment claims and the worst ever quarterly drop in GDP in our country's history on his watch because he failed to act to get this COVID crisis under control. The Vice President Biden said today, what's happening to Americans is not an act of God, it's a failure of President Trump's leadership. Tony Blinken, do you, do you think that this suggestion, this tweet, which was actually accompanied by a load of question marks uh, earlier today, this floating of, of this idea of delaying um, the vote, is this something that the Biden administration, or rather the Biden campaign, can do about it? We've already seen senior Republicans not follow President Trump on this. They have not, as they often do, rushed to, you know, confirm or affirm some of his tweets. Well, Christian, really, again, I think this is about the president trying to deflect and distract, to take our eye off of, for example, the service for John Lewis today. Uh, and the, 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 the starkest possible contrast between his leadership and that of the John Lewis or Barack Obama. And uh, as important to take our attention away from the terrible numbers that came out on the economy because of the COVID crisis and because of his failure of leadership. So that's what this is about. It is not within the president's power to de delay the election. And it was gratifying, of course, to hear um, senior Republicans make that clear.